we're back. Another episode of Talking Maiden. The podcast of the beast. How you doing, Nesbitt? I'm doing good. Hungover from the weekend? I'm not. All right. I didn't go out. I did stuff with the kids, so I didn't have a crazy St. Patrick's Day. I did. Yeah. I did the town. <laughs> I'm still feeling it. I'm still feeling it. Figured. Yeah, you're 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 licking your lips. I am. Looking at this beer. But to be honest with you, I'd be good with a club soda. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a, a rough... A rough weekend, to be honest with you. A lot went on. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was some, there was some doings of transpiring. <laughs> Should we just get right into it? So the beer is a Patrick's Pale Ale, four point six percent. It's another Yellow Belly beer. It's a seasonal that they made specifically for Porrick. St. Patrick. St. <laughs> Patrick, the patron saint of Ireland for St. Patty's Day. Right. So I, I St. Patrick's Day is a pretty huge deal here. It is. It's huge. Uh, I think it's way bigger than it is in like Ireland, even. Most places. Well, I've done it in Ireland quite a few times, and I can tell you it's pretty big there. Okay. This is a funny uh, Irish thing where they go on like, oh, no one parties. Like, uh, that's a, like a fake Irish expat thing. And, and in New York and Boston, they do it. But here in, here in uh, Ireland, we don't really do it. And then it's like St. Patty's Day comes, everyone goes mental. And literally, it's <laughs> like people are, they're not as much campy stuff, but Ireland jerseys are everywhere, scarves okay. are everywhere. And, um, they actually have – they also have a James Joyce Day in the fall, which is like a second Patty's Day. And now Guinness <laughs> has taken that over. Like Guinness now has their like – they have like a Guinness uh, day. Is it the James Joyce Day in the fall? I can't remember. Anyway, they have a second day in the fall, which is like Guinness sponsored. So they have like a, a fall St. Patty's Day as well as a um, – it's not a St. Patty's Day, but it, it, it feels like it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they love it and they go mental. But here – uh, we definitely have a pretty crazy, like the bars were lined up yeah. at literally at 9 o'clock. Everyone with their like, uh, dollar store Irish stuff on. Yeah, and a lot of people with like legit Irish jerseys and things, yeah. you know. I know. Like, I drove through downtown. I saw a lot of those, you know, the little like antennas with those shamrocks yeah. on that the girls had walking around. I was like, yeah. I, I wore my Irish rugby jersey. Yeah, see, that's and, a uh, way to do it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. Do not spend your time worrying about those. Wasted beer. <laughs> I'm a little uh, gun shy here with this big bottle. So this is another yellow belly. Yeah, it's yellow belly. Pale ale. Patty's day. All right. What do you think of this? It smells good. It's really good. You know what's funny? It's coming back to me now. Oh, it's delicious. I was in Yellow Belly on St. Patty's Day. <laughs> it was a boozy affair. Oh, yeah. I wasn't well in. You know, probably yeah. about six pints. But I remember I went in and I had the stout because I love the stout. And uh, they have a good stove. Yeah, and I was like, I'm gonna tee this one up. I'm gonna do this after, but I forgot. I spaced out. This I, is a really good. This is excellent. This is one of my favorite beers I've had. Or maybe it's just exactly what I'm in the mood for, and I'm super thirsty. But yeah, the bitterness is way higher. Bit, yeah, so many more IBUs than their standard pale. Mm-hmm. But 4.6 percent alcohol. That's that's good driving beer. <laughs> It's a nice uh, one of our terms from people are going to pick up from the podcast. I know. I don't get pulled over by the cops. I'm listening to Talking Maiden. They said I could drive with this. Yeah, take that to court. Good luck. Um, so last week we did the first side. Yeah. For the last two weeks we did the first side of the No Prayer for the Dying vinyl. Yes. Now we're going to do the starting on the second side. Yeah, and it feels like we've been at this a while, but we're, we haven't even gotten into my favorite bits. Well, that's one of my thing yeah. with this album is... I feel like we've been doing this album forever, and this is only like the third week that we've been recording. This beer is excellent. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah, this beer is great. Yeah, we've been doing it for a long time. It's funny, though, because yeah. all the albums that we did so far, it just goes to show maybe that I'm not a huge fan of this album compared to the others. Yeah. We did Dance of Death. Yeah. 
And I had that rank as real, one of my really low albums. Yes. And as we were doing it, I loved it more and more. That's right. And then we were done it. And like after we spent, I think we had four episodes on Dance of Death. Did we were three? Four. Yeah. And by the time we were done, I was like, oh, wow, that was cool. That was awesome. But now right. I'm like halfway through this one and I just want to get it done. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I was reflecting on this um, because I like this album. Yeah. And generally every time we do a more obscure album, I, I, they come up in my mind. But the two albums that I've realized that we've moved the most in my mind after we did them was like Final Frontier. Oh, yeah. Went way up. Yeah. And the other one was um, Somewhere in Time, which I already held in high regard, but just went to like the stratosphere for me. I would probably even argue that's maybe my favorite album, depending on the day of the week you ask me. Yeah. And both of it's from this. This one, we're not finished yet, and you're going to go at these last few tracks, which I love, so you could really twist me on this. <laughs> but this one has come up in my mind. I always pictured this album as largely garbage, <laughs> and there's a lot in it I like. Yeah. There really is. Yeah. I, and, I, and you hating so much of it, it kind of gives me this <laughs> sick perversion that I love it. Yeah. I don't know. This album, I thought the more... Well, I am liking it a lot more. There's, you know, there's a lot of songs on here that are actually pretty good that I kind of forgot about. Yeah. Because I tend to like not listen to the album very much. But uh, I don't think this one's going to climb up the rankings as I listen to it. No? Considering. Yeah. Oh, dear. And we've gotten some great Especially feedback. Especially considering we're through my favorite songs already. Yeah. Well, well, I listened back, and you weren't exactly glowing. So oh, no? if, if it gets yeah. worse. I can't you... remember what I said. It seems like forever ago we did the last two. Yeah, it does. But I re-listened there the other day just to hear back. You don't want to be that guy in your car listening to your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdo. But uh, I actually did listen back just to and, – and, you know, I wanted to hear the edits on the – on the Millhouse stuff, oh, which, right. is, which I love, by the way, because we're funny. editing that in, right? <laughs> um, yeah, and the feedback we've gotten already is huge. So yep. in the next episode four, we might get some time to bring some in. Yeah. And then there's some really cool stuff happening around the Maiden universe that we yeah, can talk about. Yeah, we've got a bunch of stuff here that we can do. In, and yeah. we're going to wait till we finish this album before we get into one of those, like, yeah. Maiden miscellaneous topics episodes. Yeah. There's a bit of news going on, but nothing major. I yeah. got this Blaze Bailey Live in France deluxe set. Nice. Here. The, I haven't watched the DVD yet. I've listened to the CD. Yeah. I'm waiting till time I can sit down and just like have Focus a beer and it. watch the whole thing. Yeah. But uh, apparently Blaze autographed all the pre-orders, which is kind of cool. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. So the packaging is awesome. I don't know. There's a, I, I did watch. It came with a USB stick, a Blaze Bailey USB stick that had a bunch of like videos on it and stuff. Yeah. And there's like a behind the scenes documentary. I think it's called The Road to Shea Paulette or something like that. Oh, cool. And I watched that and that was pretty cool. So. Blaze, you know, I'll look at the stuff you got laid out there. We'll get into this in our next filler, but he's the best for merchandising, man. Like yeah. in a good way. Like he gives you so much for the money he spent. It's weird too because like there's a few people in there, they were messaging us. And they were saying, like, uh, they wanted us to cover this live DVD, yeah. and then they wanted us to do the Infinite Entanglement trilogy. And I'm like, you know, we, I feel like we've just been going, like, hardcore on the Blaze stuff lately. Yeah. But there hasn't really been a lot of Maiden stuff. No. It's like, you look at the news, and it's like some clickbait garbage news story that's not even news. Yeah. For Maiden. And then it's like, or oh, another beer, or their beer is packaged here, or there's something, whatever. And it's just all these little, like, non-news news yeah. stories. And yeah. then there's like you look at the Blaze news and it's like oh he has a new album and a new DVD and he has a new tour date to <laughs> That's right. and he's this and he's that and he's this and so, I don't know yeah the one on my the headline that I, just I keep like getting the, all week was 
Maiden are never going to retire. Oh, yeah. Did you watch our interview? <laughs> no. I, I watched the whole interview. My first immediate We'll get into was, that later. Yeah, he well, says nothing about that in there I at know, all. I know. That's, that's, Bruce Dickinson's <laughs> shocking new retirement news. Shocking <laughs> new retirement news. Answer. God, We're never so going to retire. clickbait. I know. I know. I was just right. like, in the never-ending podcast. The other uh, thing, if it sounds weird yeah. or different. Oh, yeah. we got to drop this. We're yeah. recording in my basement. I have a room in my basement, which I kind of like. You make it sound so lame. Like we, we, we have <laughs> like my loft is awesome and we record there all the time. But we set this up. You've got basically a like amateur recording studio in your basement. It's not as maidenly as <laughs> like, I want it to be. We're recording in my basement. <laughs> well, it's just like a nice setup. It's not as maidenly. I wish I had more maiden stuff up, but for now, yeah. this is just a test. Uh, test you, episode to see how it sounds. Because yeah. I'd like to have it, be able to record at your place, but like if I'm here with the kids. I can't mm-hmm. always go, and there's a few times when we couldn't record because I had the kid, kids here. Yeah, so that's it's true. cool to be able to have an alternate location. Well, the nice thing too is, you know, whereas my my loft is like my bar area, you can only, you know, set it up as a podcast studio so much. Whereas down here, yeah, we can put everything up. Yeah, we can leave it up and use yeah. it as kind of the the podcast room. So eventually, yeah. Oh, when all the maiden stuff's up, then it'll be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> then it'll be perfect. All right. Well, let's get into the cover art because we haven't talked about that yet. So, no prayer for the dying. Are you doing a top up first? I'm doing a top, top up. up too. A little top up on the old uh, yellow belly hair. <laughs> mm, nice. Yeah, the cover art. So Ugh. I know. So you go from Seventh Son <laughs> album and the Seventh Son single covers. Some of the most amazing Iron Maiden cover art that there is. And then you go from that to this. Which is like a very amateurish looking Eddie. I don't know. It's just blah. It's so bad. Like you look at the Seventh Son art, and you're like, wow. And you look at this, and you're like, yawn. Is there something going on with the style he's using on the Eddie? Yeah. Well, he's just I don't know. Just it's a different. Uh, it's Eddie coming out of the grave. He's grabbing that guy by the neck. I mean, Eddie coming out of the grave on the wall here. There's already you can see that yeah. I have the live after death thing here on the wall, yeah. and. I mean, th- this is a hundred times better, and yeah. it's the exact same thing, Co- exact same concept, basically. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're. And I don't like here. the look of the Eddie. I know they're trying to get Ron back to simple, but this is just forgettable. The color yeah. scheme and everything. And the the guy that they're holding, like that purple and the thing, he almost like in certain iterations, these look like a weird kind of. Yeah, or and then when they reissued it in nineteen ninety eight, here's the reissue yeah. CD. They photoshopped out the guy. Okay. So he, like, scanned his own painting and then, like, digitally fixed it up and redid it. Yeah. And so it's just him reaching out of the grave, which I think I like better. Yeah. But I still am not a big fan. And they did that thing with the eyes that I hate that they did with the reissue for the uh, the first album. Yeah. Or, I don't know. This is a forgettable album cover, if yeah. you ask me. It's horrible. Rod Smallwood apparently never liked the uh, gravedigger guy. So he was removed and airbrushed out. And then they put, like, skeletons around... You can't really see, but. Yeah. And the plaque on the grave originally was blank. And on the reissue, they finally put some text on it. So the text says, after the daylight, the night of pain, that is not dead, which can rise again. Yeah. So I I feel like Derek Riggs was maybe having a burnout on ideas. Yeah. You know what I mean? He I read his book. And when he's talking about this album particularly, he says, sometimes there's 15 to 20 images needed for an album cycle. So he does, like, the album and the singles. But then there's, like, posters and ads and programs and T-shirts and event T-shirts. And, you know, there's so much stuff. I feel like at this point he's just, like, 
you know. Yeah, burned out. Or yeah, or just maybe just trying to Had nothing. Yeah, I don't know. That's what it feels like to me anyway. Yeah. And the 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 theme, the album, no prayer for the dying. Like there's not a lot you can you know, pull out of that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they could have done a lot of cooler yeah. stuff than that. But this is I don't know. I don't know. My my immediate thing was like if you say no prayer for the dying, I would be like doing you know, do a Grim Reaper kind of concept. Yeah, and then he also did that for the uh, a Grim Reaper Eddie on the one of the variants for the single for the Bring Your Daughters to the Slaughter, and that also yeah. looks horrible. I don't like the way he's drawing Eddie's face for this whole era. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even this one, which I said I liked last episode, you know, this Tail Gunner episode, and we get the single up. Yeah, that's the better of them. But look at the Eddie face. It still looks... It looks horrible. Yeah. Yeah. He's all over the he's place. he's just in a lull, and I think he's starting to, like, not care anymore. <laughs> yeah. Or I think he's whipping him out. He also said in that book, like, uh, there's a few places where he said, you do these, like, one-off images really mm. quick to get a t-shirt out. He's like, and then they stick around forever. Yeah. I think maybe some of these, like, uh, especially the third copy, or there's a third version of the Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter, which is just Eddie's face, and that one's, like, really, I don't know, subpar, I think. But yeah. I think he probably just was in a rush and was like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I don't out. care, yeah. He's in Eddie Factory. Like, I would even say this album cover, I think I'd maybe even, like, Dance of Death more than this. Yeah. At least the color of it is, like, this one's just boring. Yeah, the Dance of Death does feel it's more horrible. professional. Compared it's to horrible, just... but it seems more professional yeah. than this. Yeah, it does. It does. They fight. I think they're fighting to the yeah. bottom for Maiden covers. Yeah, exactly. And the color scheme, just the whole feeling. Yeah, it just, just looks ugh. For a Maiden album, especially yeah. coming off of Seventh Son is the big thing. Yeah. Like, the music drops off, if you ask me, and the cover really drops off. Yes. You know? I'd agree with that. So, I don't know. Seventh Son cover is awesome. Like the Can I Play With Madness cover, remember that yeah, one? Yeah, that's awesome. That's so yeah. cool. And then to go from that to... Remember like, the clairvoyant artwork? This is like boring. Yeah, exactly. So, mm. thumbs so, down yeah, for this me. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> no question. Full agreement. Yeah. No, I think it sucks. Yeah, me too. So, anyway, uh, we'll get into the tracks. I am Blaze Bailey. You're listening to Talking Maiden, the podcast of the beast. Possibly the best podcast in the world. Yeah, let's get back to it. Can I do a recap on where we were? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so um, basically over the last two episodes, we ran through Tail Gunner, which we both, I think we both liked a fair bit, um, enjoyed it. That's my favorite on the album. Yeah, you loved it. Um, I like it. Some good solo stuff on it I really liked. Uh, Holy Smoke, I didn't like it that much, but you kind of gave me a good perspective on it. Uh, we got into the whole, uh, you know, the guys selling the Jesus and stuff. Oh, that yeah. was pretty good. No Prayer for the Dying. Right. Okay. Yeah, we disagree we big time on that one. one. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think I was proven right by most of the <laughs> listener feedback. But we'll get into that later. Public Enema, number one. Um, really good aspects of the track. Yep. Obviously, bad title. Uh, then we get into Fate's Warning. And so Public Enemy number one, and Fate's Warning, The Assassin and Run Silent Run Deep are like my favorite part, right? Okay. So we covered Public Enemy number one and Fate's Warning. We both. Right, which I thought were both really solid, awesome Maiden tunes. Really great tracks. And those are two of the ones I'm talking about when I yeah. always say that I forget about the really good songs on this album. Yes. Because you tend to f- focus on the ones that stick out. 
Yeah, but I mean, you're hardly going to be like, oh, what's your favorite track? Public Enema, number one. Yeah, or Faith's you know? Warning. Like, to yeah, be Faith's... honest, I kind of forgot about Faith's Warning. Oh, until, I did too, uh, yeah. we started listening to this, and I was like, oh, yeah. As soon as I heard it's it, I was like, oh, right, this song. How come I never listened to this? Yeah. And now we're going to hit into my favorite tracks. Oh, man. And this is going to be a fight. So. We start off with what? The Assassin. Track number one from side two, The Assassin. By the Steve way, Harris. I heard the reverb on your last <laughs> That was good. <laughs> Sorry to make it. Oh, of... I didn't get too many uh, too many people making fun of my horrible singing. No. I'm going to make it into a ringtone. <laughs> we should release it. Mm-hmm. So this is a Harris written track. I listened to this radio interview from 1990, and Steve Harris said that The Assassin was one of the first things they worked on. And Nico and Steve, they recorded their parts like as soon as the mobile studio got set up at Steve's place. So this is like one of the first things they recorded was like the rhythm section of the song. I really think this is like a horrible, horrible song. I know you love it. Yeah. Before I say anything bad, let's just focus on the good and we'll go through the song. Yes. And then at the end we can discuss. So the good things I will say, the intro to the song I think is actually pretty good. is kind of cool it does it sets up a cool mood i think um so i have no complaints so far another thing is when the lyrics kick in there's a really cool like descending like palm muted guitar riff yeah it's like dick 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 That ending part there, I love that. Oh, that descending part before yeah. it gets into the better watch out. Better watch out. That's all right, I guess. It's yeah. kind of like a, a rehash of like the trooper or something. I don't know. Yeah. So the, there's an awesome intro. It's a really cool. Um, I just love the sound. I just love the the flow of the song and the lyrics are so awesome. Cheese, like they're good cheese. Yeah, to me they're like bad cheese. Really? I don't know. I, I can't get know. over them. Just what they're saying. It's the way they're singing. But how many times has we Better listened to that? watch out. I know. <laughs> I'm the oh, God. assassin. I love that. It's I so know. good. I don't know, man. You don't lean into it in the car? No. I don't listen to it in the car. I hit next. No. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't like the song. I, do, I don't like... It's just... I don't like the... I think it's poorly written. Poorly written. Poorly written. This is one of the ones where the Adrian's right. They should have taken the three months and like yeah. worked on the songs longer. Yeah, probably. Have you ever been like out with your buddies? You're sitting around having a pint at the pubs. Yeah. You have like you have this awesome idea. You're a few drinks in, and you're like, "We should do this. We should do this. We should do this." And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." And yeah. It's the best idea ever. 
But then, like, a couple of days later, you're like, man, what were we thinking? Yeah, that's right. Well, they had this recorded. They never took that time to look back and be like, what were we that's thinking? That's true. That's true. <laughs> I think they just, like, put this down on the tape and then high-fived each other and were like, next. Yeah, that that's a good idea. That's a good point. Like, multiple times in the startup community, I've been out, boozed up, <laughs> and, like, I've, got, I've emailed myself something, and I read it the next day, and I'm like, <laughs> a robotic recycling box. Like, what the hell? This makes no sense. But you're out on the beer, you're talking to some guy who's like, we should build this. Yeah, I know. You know? So that's what I feel like these songs are, like, half-baked. I just love the the cheese on this. And I think musically it's 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 really solid. I think I agree with you that it's, like, campy lyrics. Yeah, I like – okay, yeah. well, one thing about this song is Yannick's solo. Like, Yannick, find me another Maiden solo that sounds anything like this. that's just crazy Yannick which I love so to me for some reason I could see how people would pick the solo part like there's all these notes that are like off you know, the parts where it's like off key and stuff, and it's, but it just sounds crazy, and I love it. But it's, it sounds awesome. What says assassin more than a totally unplanned, crazy, <laughs> out of touch solo? That was awesome, though. I, I love feel it. like they're trying too hard to do killers again. Yeah, I feel like they're like, let's do killers again. It's like, well, well we can't use killer. How about a assassin? Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, let's do a descending. You know how the descending riff in killers? It. Yeah, that's right. And they're like, let's do, do something like that, and yeah, this came out. Yeah. I, I, I can get that. It, it's so hard to define what's cheesy and what's not. Like, sometimes I can hear, like, one or two lyric, and it just, like, ruins the song. Yeah. You know? That's what the better watch outs part do to me. Yeah. I don't know. And the whole way that the assassin comes in. Like, all of this part is, it goes beyond, like, good cheese into, like, sometimes things can be so cheesy that they're good. But this goes so much further that it's, like, bad again. <laughs> Awesome. I don't know, man. I don't care. I love it, man. Better watch I don't know. Out. Like, you can't tell me that this is classic Maiden. So remember... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> goes, ah. Remember, Zoom like, a few... A few ah. A lot of people say, ah. <laughs> A few months ago, remember I ranked all the Iron Maiden songs? Yeah. This one ranked under Weekend Warrior for me. That's how much I don't Really? Like yeah. I can see some Still higher than When the Wild Wind It's blows. just the hook with, like, <laughs> you better watch it. It's just so fun. And I, I get it. Like, but I think I probably, you know, also didn't like this song much. But in the lead up to this, it's so much fun just playing around with that song. I suppose it is yeah, fun. It's that kind it of fun. It is fun to make fun of. But is yeah. the song really good if you're liking it because you're making fun of it? Eh, I don't really care. I mean, it's, you know, most of this album, you know, at least leading into it, you're just trying to find things you like. I suppose. But um, as a side point where he's just like, heh. I was like, reminding me, I watched uh, some classic Eddie Murphy from back in the day recently. If you watched like his old stand-up. Not in a stuff, while. Like Delirious and Raw. 
that stuff is hardcore, man. Oh, yeah. If ever you're getting, you know, sick of PC culture, just go watch that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would oh, never man. age very well in you, today's oh, culture. You yeah. couldn't even play it now. A millennial would have a heart attack. It's so great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Classic. <laughs> we does old James Brown. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> anyway. Um, Next track. Yes. Run Silent, Run Deep. My favorite track on the album. Uh, that was like my third least favorite. Really? I think so. Have you heard the song? Yeah. I love it. That, okay. So we just come off a submarine song on Tattooed Millionaire. Yes. Dive, dive, dive. And we didn't have very much good to say about this about that one. Yes. This one is way better. Mm. Still not a favorite of mine. Yeah. Based on a Burt Lancaster Clark Gable movie from 1958. Really? Which is set on a submarine. Um, it's this... Uh, actually tried to watch this one you can watch the whole thing for free on youtube if you want to i tried to watch it these old movies from like the 40s and 50s i can't i don't know man i can't get into them no um anyway it's about this captain trying to get revenge on this like japanese destroyer captain or whatever he's and he uh disobeys his orders and there's a bunch of these battle scenes i fast forwarded through a lot of it yeah it was just i don't know if you're into old classic movies i suppose it's worth watching yeah uh, I'd already seen, like, I saw the movie Das Boot a whole bunch of times. It's, like, the ultimate submarine movie. It's awesome. And yeah. I watched that, like, when I was in university. <laughs> and now going back trying to watch this kind of stuff, I'm like, yeah, I can't do it, man. Oh, man. It's just, I don't know. But this song isn't actually about the movie. It's just about, you know. It's like, uh, remember Children of the Damned? They wrote a song not to having anything to do with Children of the Damned. But they kind of yeah. took the a little bit of the theme and kind of... The title, yeah, and just the children are damned. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the same thing. So it's about you know, and running silent, running deep, running silence when yeah. they, you know, they go silent for sonar or whatever. But I don't know. But I, I do have yeah. a uh, go ahead a tidbit before yeah. we get into how start fighting about if it's good or bad. Yes. Um, Bruce said that these are lyrics he wrote for the Somewhere in Time album, but the song never. Uh, Never made it to the album. And he kept the words. And then Steve came up with the song. And he went back in his notebooks and pulled these lyrics out that he had written from way back then. Oh, wow. And fit them in. So that's pretty cool. That would actually probably be awesome on that album. Yeah. Yeah. I find this track is epic. I love it. Really? Okay. Yes. I love it. The lyrics, I think, are super lame. Really? Well, the lyrics, yeah. And look, I love everything about it. And there's this, that super super cheesy part which almost makes me hate it where he goes Davy Jones I know that just makes me want to straight off of like Tattooed Millionaire oh it's so bad that that part but also at the same time I've started to laugh through that now like to the point where I'm like Davy Jones and I'm like (laughs) having a bit of fun with it so it's turned good but just like the running silent running deep you know and I I love the whole the course course. even the intro all of the lead up I love it yeah the intro sets a really good atmosphere of like a submarine it has some like sound effects and stuff and it really sets the mood of like being undersea in a submarine So that's before it kicks in. I think it, yeah. it comes off 
you know, it sounds it very good. like deep, yeah. sea, whatever. Yeah. Another thing about the song that I don't like is we're talking about it last two episodes is Bruce's raspy, gravelly voice crackling yep. singing. Like the verses in the song, he's basically just like talking. And then he sings like the last syllable. So I just don't like the raspy singing. Yeah, there's the raspy part, but do you notice how he's like he is singing? Like he leans into it always. Yeah. And I agree with you, but that whole thing, like it's kinda it kinda has almost like that gallop build up in the song. And then it hits the chorus and I just love it. I will admit the yeah. chorus, the singing on the chorus yes. is pretty cool. Running silent, running deep, we I don't know, man. It's just it like it's good singing on the chorus, but yeah. still doesn't do it for me. There's too there's not much going on. Yeah, look, the raspy singing. Yeah. I think the track. Uh, to be honest with you, some of the lyrics. Yeah, you can improve them. You could probably make it a lot longer. And uh, oh, I, I would turn this into an epic track. Really? And like I would, I would fix the vocals. I like, get rid of the Davy Jones stuff. I love this too. So you would change almost everything about it. And then, no, no. <laughs> I, I I love the I love I I love the track. I, really I like the bass playing. Yeah. Here's a clip of like the lead up to the solo. It has some really cool bass stuff going on. There's some like bass hammer on stuff. Sounds pretty cool. So yeah, there's some cool Mm. bass playing and there's a really cool, very maiden-y guitar harmony part. I don't even like that part. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like it kind of drives me nuts. It just feels like too campy. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But I'm like, it's such a good topic for Maiden yeah. to do a song about. Yeah, it I is. Feel like is like, yeah. I feel like you only think this is yeah. good because of it, what it's sandwiched with on this album. No. If I... you dropped this on Power Slave, you'd be like, what is this? Well, you know, to sound different. Uh, would yeah, but I'm probably just saying, awesome. I don't know. I don't know. I love this. Uh, like, the public anima... Fate's Warning, yeah, The Assassin, and Run Silent, Run Deep. I love okay. that four run. I just really love it. Okay. And then, of course, Hooks and You, I just zoom jump. But uh, Oh, really? Okay, now we're going to butt heads again. <laughs> you love Hooks and You? I don't love it, but I like it. Anyway, we'll get into that. No! Now. Yes! Are we, you honestly, are we listening to the same album? But I like no. it better than that. You're knowledgeable, song. but you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this is like role reversal. Usually it's like me. I'm like, this is all pretty good. And you're like, this is garbage. This, this is, is garbage. garbage. This sucks. This is worse I don't than think kids. any of this is garbage, except yeah. Assassin's like not good, not very good, I don't think. Oh my God. But really? uh, I don't know. I just feel like for a submarine song, they could have done, like you said, a really slow, like epic the... build. And then like, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 
are you high? No. Like him running solid, running deep. Like is there's some epic parts in that song, and then hooks in you. Like oh my god, Nesbit. Oh god, there's not enough beer to get through this one. Do we? Should we just get on the hooks in you? Oh man, we might as well. Okay. Look, running solid, running deep. Oh, we didn't play the Davy Jones clip. Okay, that's yeah. you're talking about this part. Yes. That's super cheesy. I got yeah, a bit every is. time that comes on, but that when that first came out, like, uh, it was like a gut punch. It was almost like that dance of death, D D D, or the oh the um, you know, dancing prancing yeah, part, and and the you know when you see it on the TV, you oh, know yeah. those few bits when you hit those in the song, you're just like, eh. but now it's actually like I'm like and I'm like Davy Jones, <laughs> <laughs> so I have a bit of fun with it. Uh, I've been listening to this album a lot. Yeah, yeah. I don't we'll, know. Man. We'll sum it up at the end. I mean, it's like <laughs> it's not on my Desert Island disc. I yeah, I can't imagine ever. A- Wanting to put this on any kind of playlist or anything no. that I'd ever make. No. I don't know. No, I know. If you're Adrian, you must have really just looked at this and been like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I wonder how he felt when he yeah. left and he's like. Whenever you leave a company or a team, you know, party is like, you want to, especially when they're like, well, well, if you're not in, you're not in. And be like, you need me. And they're like, fuck it, we don't need you. Yeah. You, I think it you much don't really confirmed want them what he was thinking about them moving in the wrong direction at the time. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. And After he comes back on. in Brave New World. And despite all of the positive stuff we did on X Factor, arguably that four run there. Oh yeah. Oh man, Adrian is so history will judge Adrian, him. Well. Yeah. Hooked in you. Yeah. Only song written by Adrian. That's right. Uh, before he left, he wrote this. He doesn't play on it though. His he left, you know, during the writing, but he didn't actually record. He wrote this. I don't know if he had the riff before, the, and brought it to the writing sessions. Yeah. But I know that he wrote it for this album. Yeah. Um, so I assume that it started with this riff, which is a very Adrian-sounding riff. Yeah, so that's a very catchy Adrian type thing, right? Like, that's the kind of stuff that he writes. Yes, and that's the only thing he got to contribute to this album. Is that true? Yeah. Um, the lyrics are super lame. Yeah. Um, and I can't stand the way Bruce sings the so- song. Like, he, this is a horrible, or a perfect example of the horrible singing that I can't stand on this album. Like, I can't stand that singing. It's gross. And that kind of ruins the song for me. Like, if this was an ASAP song, I would probably give it, like, it would probably end up coming out like a nine because Adrian would have came up with some cool lyrics or something. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And some harmonies instead of this, like, screeching over I it. I know. I don't know, man. I don't think this fits for, like, it's also very not maiden Yeah, it's not at all. I love to see what would have, like, how the song would have developed if Adrian had stuck around yeah. and been able to, like, keep working on it and, I don't know, and they took the time to, like, develop it a bit more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Adrian might have wrote some lyrics for it because he writes lyrics sometimes. Um, these are those, like, Bruce tongue-in-cheek joke lyrics. 
Yeah. The tattooed millionaire style lyrics yeah, that Bruce I can't stand. should not be allowed to write things. Not good. I like a girl who knows where she's bound. I don't like girls who've been hanging around. <laughs> hooks in you, hooks in me, hooks in the ceiling for that well-hung feeling. I know. What it's like the, so... What is it even about? Okay, so Bruce says that him and his wife were looking at a house that they're thinking about buying. And they went into one room and there was like the beams in the ceiling had these big hooks for like some kind of like... They assumed it was for some kind of like S&M sexual thing. So that's where he came up with the lyrics. Yeah. He's like... You know, some kind of, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I bought a house once that had, like, a, well, my house. In the bedroom, it had, like, a really anchored hook. Oh, really? Yeah, it, like, like loophole. And <laughs> like I was a like, sex like, swing hook? That's what I, well, you know. I thought really you should identify with this song. Then. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what it was for. Well, I didn't use it for sexy swings. Yeah, no. no. I could put a macrame plant holder. A sex swing, eh? That's, I've never even thought about getting one of those. You know what? Like the, some of the things you just don't consider. It's not on Amazon, right? Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Like that's That seems like too much trouble. It's, oh, man. It seems like a lot of work. <laughs> oh, man. But the verses, I hate the way he sings the verses. Yeah. The lyrics are super lame. Uh, the solo is kind of cool. It has like a... There's, like, a guitar harmony that Dave and Yannick play together, which I love the guitar harmonies. And it starts with, like, Yannick, and then Dave comes in and, like, harmonizes with him. Yeah, you know, it, now that you're now that you're explaining this, so I think on this track, because we did cover the relationship with Adrian either in the two episodes before yeah. or previously. I think we, we touched in on both. I think we did in the Adrian episode maybe too. Um, I don't know. I I've, this came up before. This is actually the potential to you could do a lot with this, but this sucks. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's, it's just so unfinished and raw. Like hooks in you. I just hate this. Yeah. It's not the good cheese. It's not like the assassins, right? It's like yeah. hooks in me, it's hooks the Bruce, in you. It's like the ugh. Bruce this Bruce joke lyrics. Yeah. I talk about this all the time. I talked about it a lot on the Tattooed Millionaire album. Yeah. I don't like Bruce trying to be funny. I know. At all. It, it you know, not to to tie it into the the bring your daughter to the slaughter, but it's you know, hooks in you. It's almost got this bad 90s alternative slash heavy metal slash rom-con soundtrack thing going on. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just, it's just wrong. It's not made in soundy. It's like, it's just, uh, yeah. I don't like it But this all. is very... I thought you uh, liked it. I thought you were well, going to have a fight over this. this is where I'm going to go to. Oh, God. I, I said I liked it. I didn't say I loved it. Yeah. And you just said that you hated it, and I said I didn't hate it. No. But I do like it because it's so catchy. Like, this is like one of the catchiest things maidens ever even though it doesn't really sound maiden oh my god this is one of the catchiest like maiden courses in the maiden catalog Though the lyrics are so stupid, it's it's catchy because it's bad. So like, you know, you know what else is catchy? What? 
chlamydia. Chlamydia is catchy. <laughs> okay? Like, this sucks. That's true. Yeah. So I always kind of, like, had this song written off as one that I didn't really like. Mm. Um, but then I listened to this album a lot while we're doing the lead-up for these episodes. Yeah. And, man, it just gets stuck in my head. And it gets stuck in my head, and it just goes, I can't stop singing it in my head for, like, days. Really? So it's like, if it's that catchy, there's got to be something good about it. And yeah, I but, must but like but it. that's the assassin for me. But the sass is actually funny. Okay, but watch yeah. out. It's different for me. You know? because it's I not like, hey, this is you're gonna love this song. Hooks in you, hooks in, <laughs> hooks in the ceiling of the house. I'm gonna buy. Ugh. I feel like this is the, <laughs> it's the worst. This is like, I put this in the same category as Reach Out, which yeah. is like not made me. Although Reach Out is a way better song, but I yeah. would put this and Reach Out in the same category as like not doesn't sound like Maiden Maiden. Yeah. Right. That's about right. Adrian songs. Reach Out was, uh, what, a B-side on something. Yeah. yeah. But this is basically Iron Maiden does hair metal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could hear Poison or Motley Crue singing this chorus. I could hear Vince Neil singing, like, <laughs> hooks in you, hooks in me. Yeah, but, yeah. But if... No, I could hear I could hear Motley Crue covering this exactly oh, the yeah. same. Same? Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. Motley Crue's like got some metal. great strip club songs. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they got the best for that, right? So that Motley Crue, uh, yeah. by the time this episode comes out, that Motley Crue biopic will be out on Netflix. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I can't wait to see it. Those guys lived. So we're going to see what happens because that Queen movie came out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden everyone was like, oh, I love Queen, I love Queen. You remember? Mm. So now watch now the big gush of love for everyone's going to be like a Motley Crue fan all of a sudden. I know. The Queen stuff's good though. I, I never. I, I can't never get saw into it Queen, man. No. The movie was okay. I've heard a lot of Queen, man. They have some good songs. A lot of their song borders on like Broadway musical Elton John. They're phenomenal. Eh. Oh my god. They're. I can't get into them, man. Like they're too. Like I said, just a lot the of it iconic sounds like, songs I, alone. I hear yeah. some. I hear Queen sometimes, and I can just yeah. picture a guy on a stage with like. A sequin vest on in the jazz hands, and he's yeah. like, ride my bicycle. And I'm like, this is, I don't <laughs> want to listen to this. This isn't rock and roll. This is like, jeez. Yeah. He's insanely talented. Insanely the whole talented. band is insanely talented. Yeah. It's not a genre. I don't like yeah. listening to Broadway musical soundtracks, and that's yeah. what a lot of it sounds like to me. Now, there's a lot of it that is good. Yeah. But a lot of it, I just, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie yet, so yeah. I really shouldn't even comment The movie's good, not great. Yeah. Well, the fact that they did it around that It's lot. really well yeah. done. Yeah. But it's just kind of like a by-the-numbers biopic rock thing. As soon as I heard it, I thought it was going to be some, like, you know, I don't know, um, political view on something. Oh, right? yeah. No. But, I mean, he was just an amazing artist and awesome Oh, yeah, guy. I agree with everything. You know? If you're anyone that – anything you're going to yeah. say about Freddie Mercury, I agree 100%. Yeah. He's, like, insanely awesome. It's just – it's like, you know, I don't like Pavarotti. Mm. I'm not going to say sucks. It's just that's not my kind of music. And that's kind of what I feel like with a lot of the Queen – some of the harder, heavier Queen stuff is awesome. And Brian May's awesome guitar player has awesome awesome guitar tone. Mm. And Freddie Mercury's voice is crazy. Yeah. But a lot of their music's like this campy musical stuff. And I don't like... What's the song that I can't stand? Oh, that Don't Stop Me Now or whatever? Yeah. Oh, my God. I hate that song. Really? It's terrible. I love it. It's terrible. You know, uh, it's funny. You know, I, I don't know what it is. My father listened to them a lot when I was yeah. growing up. And uh, I love them. And, like, I put him up there with, like, you know, David Bowie and even, like, Michael Jackson. 
Yeah. And you know that, but like if you listen, I, but I would also put yeah. them up there as far as like talent, and they deserve yeah. all their fans and everything. Yes, it's just like I said, it's almost like they veer into these genres of music that I don't like. Yeah, so obviously it doesn't appeal to me. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So on that note, though, I will say this: like if you listen back from Michael Jackson's yeah. catalog, yeah, like and I've been doing a little bit of Michael stuff lately. I don't know why I'm just kind of into it. Yeah, and there's not a lot of great individual. There's just these iconic moments that he has, which have changed music, like all of but, Thriller. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, and that's an amazing album, obviously. Mm-hmm. And like Queen have done that. Like they've got everything from like anthems that you play at sporting events yeah. to you know like Bohemian Rhapsody, which has three waves of 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 just dominating the world. And, um, you know, but, and David Bowie, but they've all got like these catalogs of just stuff that makes no sense to me. Yeah. And, uh, and I, and I get it. I just, I don't know. I just think they're so iconic. Like I, love I always wonder, like, can you call yourself a huge fan of a band if you don't like half their songs? Yeah. Cause I have a lot of bands like that. Like if you look at like my Radiohead, final, they have <laughs> Ra- two good albums. Radiohead, you said that to me <laughs> yeah. and I was like, I love Radiohead. You were like, they have two good albums. I was like, yeah, but, uh rainbows and kid a and you were like do you listen to them i was like i own them <laughs> and you were totally shattered yeah. my bubble man yeah it's true but i feel that way too yeah. i would never say i'm a huge radio fan because i like two albums yeah but like if you look at my vinyl collection i have a shelf and it's like yeah everything sonic youth ever put out because i love sonic youth yeah you do but i still hate like half the songs <laughs> yeah that's right but how do you judge a band that like you you say they're one of your favorite bands, but then you don't like so many of their songs. Yeah, it's the quality of the best part, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I would wonder. It, it is funny. Cause or is you it can, just how yeah. much you like them overall? Well, what if you love a TV show, but you only like three seasons of it, and it's eight seasons long? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I mean, we're uh, on a major tangent again. Tangent. What were we even talking about? Hooks and You. Hooks and You. Best, <laughs> best main track of all time. Oh, I was saying, time. we got off because I was saying, this sounds like it could be a Motley Crue song. Oh, it could be a Motley Crue song. Yeah. Fortunately for Motley Crue, it's not. And this is part of the Charlotte the, the Harlot saga. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Right. So that includes Charlotte the Harlot, 22 Acacia Avenue, Here to Eternity, and some people include this song because it says, I got the keys to a view at number 22 behind my green door. There's nothing to see. I guess mentioning number 22 is all it takes to make it part of the Charlotte yeah. the Harlot saga. But I think they kind of just threw that in there to try to make the sound more maiden You know what I mean? Let's do a tie back to back when we were... Yeah. That'll force people More to raw buy this. sounding. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if this counts as a uh, part of the Charlotte thing. And they mentioned Behind the Green Door. And that's a reference to a classic pornographic film starring Marilyn Chambers. So, really? yeah, Behind the Green Door and Deep Throat are the two movies that they say ushered in the golden age of porn in the 70s. Really? So I think that's like Bruce throwing like a collar to that. Yeah. And there's not really any cover art to it, but there's like this cover, which I showed you before, which is the Eddie... I know this is not, not the best podcasting when I'm like showing yeah, show Josh a, a picture of Eddie with a hook for a hand. Yeah, I'll describe it. Eddie, there's an Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> there's a hook for a hand. He's grabbing a guy with a jean jacket and he's going to claw him. Well. Okay, I got a quote from Dirk Riggs. He said basically, uh, Rod Smallwood t- said to him, I want you to do an Eddie. And he had no idea about the content. And they said they wanted him to look more ghoulish with a hook on his arm. So I made him look more ghoulish with a hook on his arm, and Rod didn't like it much, and it was done. <laughs> so that's the quote about that. Oh, but man. it did show up on some like tour stuff and some like programs and posters and tour posters and stuff. But uh, again, it's a very poor era for maiden and maiden art. They're trying to make them look raw, like go back to the killers, I guess. But yeah, 
it's not doing well. You compare, you take this album cover or any of the Eddies from this uh, era, mm. hold it up next to any of the classic album covers, and it just uh, it just pales. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know this track. I mean, there's oh, it's just so cheesy. It's not. I know it's it's so hit and miss to say like you know, uh, oh I love Assassin because it's uh, yeah. super cheesy, but then I don't like Hooks and You. I mean, that's the thing with cheese. If like you like the cheese, it, but it matches. They're both cheesy. Yeah, but sonically, I feel like this song is catchy, and I like. If this was sung in like some language I didn't understand, yeah, and I couldn't understand the lyrics, I still wouldn't like the Assassin, and I would like Hooks and You. Because it's the melody and the everything, but then again, the verses are almost enough to ruin the song for me because I don't like the Bruce raspy singing. I get you. Yeah. I could see it. Like I don't you know, know. Ah, both of them are not. I'm not giving them super high. I mean, for me, the Run Silent Run Deep is probably my favorite on the whole album. Next to Tailgunner, I'm shocked by that. Tailgunner would be second. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just love it. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I find it epic. I love it. So that that whole run there, like. Honestly, when I listen to this album, I'm like, Tailgunner, okay. And it's like, holy smoke and blah. And then it's, you know, the title track, which I, I as soon as he starts into it, ugh. Man, I thought we would have some off. more similar uh, yeah. takes on this album. I'm like fighting to get to, to Public Anima number one. Wow. And then I literally coast through the album and I like cringe at Hooks in You and then I have a laugh and cringe at okay. band, which we'll talk about next time. That's literally how I listen to this album. Man. I always listen in order. And I generally always start from the beginning. You know what we should do when we're finished doing all the albums? Mm. We should do the best four song runs on Maiden albums. Yes. That would be a cool topic. Yeah. That's right. Or we could redo all the <laughs> all the old ones that I've done because my opinion is that everything changed week to week. It's like, Updates. this is my favorite saying. We'll have to do like yeah. Power Slave Revisited. We'll go back and oh, see if we change it around. I haven't yeah. been listening to Power Slave much. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've yeah, listened to it much since we covered it. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Cause I, I used tend to listen to whatever album I've listened to yeah. the least lately. Yeah, and I also tend to, I'm trying to, I'm doing a lot of live stuff, and I'm trying to listen ahead a bit. Yeah. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Paul Diano solo stuff. Yeah. I had a bunch of that stuff on vinyl upstairs, like the Battlezone stuff and the Paul Diano solo. Yeah. And I never really listened to it, and I've been listening to it a lot lately. Nice. Get ready to do a episode on Paldiano solo stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta get listening on that. You sent me through the gear, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, gotta, I gotta size it. After uh, we get done like these albums like this, I usually take like a week and listen to nothing maiden related at <laughs> nothing all. Nothing maiden related. Yeah, you gotta take a break. <laughs> yeah. totally. Circle back on the beer. What do you think? Oh, uh, this is awesome. Yeah, I, think I love it's it. Deadly. I'm really into the pale ales. I think I maybe hopped myself out. Like I feel like every time I have an IPA, you know, I'm like, oh yeah. But then I have something like this, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm super. I'm just like it's got to have hops or it's got to be a stout. I'm so narrow. On uh, like on all that. these New England IPAs now, I'm like, oh, another one of these. I'm almost really sick of them. made I, myself sick of them. I find I just but can't. this is exactly what I'm in the mood for. Really nowadays, yeah. I, I like it. To me, it's not hoppy enough. I'm if you just, look up at my, it is hoppy enough. It's not. It's a, not a kind of hops that you that I'm used to. Yeah, my citronella candle hops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you look at my beer is. fridge now, it's all full of pale ales. I have hardly any IPAs up there now. <laughs> Damn it, Nesbeth. What's and the point? Guinnesses that I didn't drink on St. Patrick. You know what we've got to do soon? A, a sour. I've really gotten into sours, too. Okay. Yeah. I don't I've got some uh, cherry sours that we could do, like, next week. Ooh, cool. You, to. you mean the, uh, uh, what, the, the iron sour? Yeah. Yes. We'll do that. I'm planning right. to enter this. 
competition, so I'll tell you about that. All right, so we'll wrap it up there. Okay. And then the next episode, we'll finish it up, and we got some listener... We do have some listener feedback. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Listener feedback about this album. Awesome. Yep. All right. Well, there we go. Good beer. TalkingMaiden.com. Get at us there. If you have any comments about this or anything else, fire us an email. You get us on Twitter and get us on Facebook. Until next time, up the irons and down the hops. Thank you.